Hello, it's Father David Nix on the Padre Peregrino podcast. And some of you probably heard my podcast on Russia and the Catholic faith just a few weeks ago. I'm going to give the short version right now. Here's the short version. If Jesus doesn't return soon, and I kind of think he is, if Jesus does not return soon, there's a very good chance the next pope will be a traditionalist who will abrogate Vatican II, return the church to all the old sacraments. What will modernist Catholics think about that? They're not going to like it. However, if you look at Russia, as I said in this earlier podcast, Russia has seven old school sacraments. They're only going to have to renounce the filioque, which I blogged about today, and they're going to have to accept the primacy of place of Rome and the Pope in Rome. Okay, now that might take a Guadalupe-sized miracle after all the scandals in the Catholic Church, but we have precedent. We have precedent in things like Our Lady of Guadalupe. Now, will let's say we get this traditional pope. I know some people think this is a pipe dream. Imagine we have a truly traditional pope who abrogates Vatican II, returns the church to the old sacraments, uh, fixes everything, we'll say, uh, in the papacy <laughs> the last 10 years, maybe 50 years, fixes all these things. What will Russia have to do? Again, the Russian Orthodox Church will only have to renounce the filioque, a couple other errors. But they, because, here's the thing, the Russian Orthodox never had a Vatican II. They will get to keep all their old sacraments and their patris patristic doctrine. I don't know why I can never say that word, patristic doctrine. And so this traditional Pope, if we get one, and I'm an Irishman who's very melancholic, I've never been accused of being an optimist, but I think if Jesus doesn't return soon, our next Pope will be traditional. What would the Russian Orthodox Church have to do? I've already said that in this podcast, but here's the thing, this traditional Pope just very well might be the one to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and that will be the domino, the cascade event to begin the miracles, because Our Lady said Russia will convert very quickly when she's consecrated accurately to her Immaculate Heart. Okay, here's why Tucker's interview is so important then. Tucker Carlson is not a Catholic, he's an Episcopalian. Russian um, Russia's Putin is not a saint. I mean, he's probably got the blood of a lot of um, people's hands, a lot of blood on his hands as an ex-KGB guy. But as I said to a buddy today, I'm up here skiing in the mountains, I said to a buddy, I trust, I distrust Zelensky more than I distrust Putin. Neither of them are saints. But Russia is slowly, very slowly, making their way back to Christianity. They're reducing their A-B-O-R-T-L-A-N rate. They don't allow GAY parades, all that stuff. So Tucker doesn't realize this as a non-Catholic, but his interview tonight just might be key to understanding Fatima. You see, Russia is the linchpin. Russia's the linchpin for the unification of all Christians. Russia's the linchpin for understanding this sixth age of the church that we're talking about. Russia's the linchpin of Fatima that if they accept the primacy of place of Rome and reject their rejection of the filioque, could end up becoming this great Christian nation. Does Tucker know about Fatima? Of course not. Or maybe he knows a little bit. But this is why the liberal media wants to stop everything that's happening um, in this interview with Tucker and Putin tonight. is isn't because I'm saying Tucker is a saint or Putin's a saint but because they're moving in the right direction. And God can use natural grace for supernatural grace 
And I think this is where this is going. So that's why I'd encourage everyone to watch the uh, Tucker interview tonight. God bless you. Bye-bye.